Good morning. Once again, welcome to our wonderful day in the Lord devotional time. We're in the book of Ephesians, finishing up this wonderful prayer that Paul gives us in chapter 3, the second prayer in the book. And we're going to look at verse 19 in particular today. There's more to it. We'll look at the rest of it next week. But uh, for this week, we're going to finish up the prayer proper, which is verse 19. Let's back up to verse 18, that we may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth, and, the, and to know the love of Christ, which surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. As he continues on in his prayer, he's asking God to grant us strength, and he part, part of that granting, what he wants to, God to grant us, is the strength to know the love of Christ. And so he's been talking about the love of Christ in verses 18 and 19 here, but he wants us to know the love of Christ. It, it's very easy for us to dismiss that, to not realize the depth of that and the importance of that. So he wants us to know the love of Christ. And he says it surpasses knowledge. So how are we to know the, the that which surpasses knowledge, the impossible to know? He wants God to grant us the the knowledge of the impossible. Uh, that seems contradictory, doesn't it? So obviously, this is by degrees. He's not praying that we would have everything nailed down here and that we would know the, the knowledge uh, of his love is, is surpassing all knowledge. That's not going to happen. But we can go into this. We can, get, we can grow in the knowledge of his love. We, we, it can become more and more part of who we are and, and what we know and what we believe. And, and part of our experience as a Christian. And so he's praying that we might know the love of Christ which surpasses knowledge. Then he goes on. He, he's not done here. He says that you may be filled up to all the fullness of God. So the next thing is, once again, that you. So it springs right out of the knowledge of the love of Christ. That you, he says, may be filled up with all the fullness of God. Now, once again, we're, we're at a little bit of a dilemma here. What does he mean by that? Do, do, do we have different fullnesses of, of God? Do we have God by degrees and sections? Well, not according to Scripture. If he lives in us, he lives in us. But once again, he's praying, praying for Christians. And he's talking to them about what God should grant them, what God he wants God to grant them. And he's grant, wanting God to grant them to be filled up with all the fullness of Christ. Now, the, the best help here, once again, Scripture explains itself. The best thing we can do is look at other Scripture. So in chapter 5, verse 18, he comes back to this subject when he says this, Do not get drunk with wine, for that is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. So he's back to this filling of the Spirit. To be filled with the Spirit, then, is to have this, this control of the Spirit in our lives so that the Holy Spirit is setting the direction for us. It's walking in the Spirit. It's, it's walking according to His power and His strength rather than our own. And He wants us to be filled with the Spirit. This is, this is something that apparently can come and go in the Christian's life. Uh, when you are not living in obedience and compliance to the will of God, then you're not going to be under His leadership, His filling. If you're, if you're walking in compliance with him, you will be filled with his spirit. And he said, he goes on in that passage to explain what that looks like, speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody with your heart to the Lord, always giving thanks for all the things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God, even the Father, 
and be subject to one another in the fear of Christ. Very practical. When the Holy Spirit is at work in our lives, when he is in charge, as, as Paul is praying for here, and as he commands in chapter 5, then we're going to be praising the Lord in our hearts. We're going to be instructing one another uh, with our words and even our music. Uh, we're going to live in thanksgiving and gratefulness to him. We're going to be subject to one another, not, not just demanding our own way, but humbly uh, living before other people in such a way that we are in subjection to them, submissive to them in a sense. And then he goes on to talk about that further. So we go back to our passage of Scripture. As he ends the prayer, he's been praying for a number of things for God to grant us. These are gifts from God, not something we work for, not something we earn, not something we, we uh, deserve. These are gifts from God. So as we put all this together, as you go back through this, this week and look at what we've said and look at this passage of Scripture, keep in mind that we're praying for something. Paul is praying for the Ephesians. We should be praying for one another. We should pray, be praying for ourselves, that God would grant us the strength to live this kind of life that he fleshes out for us here. He's going to end this prayer in verses 20 and 21, but once again, worshiping God. But we'll look at that next week. Uh, you have a great weekend in the Lord, and we will see you next Monday morning, bright and early. Thank you. <music>